Okay, so welcome to this episode 22 of the Golfing Secrets podcast. Uh, in this week's episode, we're going to cover off some of the results from the various tours, and then we're going to get into the main crux of the episode this week, which is a preview of uh, the Open, uh, which is currently being held in, or say it's currently, is going to be held in uh, at Royal Liverpool Golf Club uh, or Hoylake. And... Um, the last time it was there uh, was won by Rory McIlroy. So uh, let's get to it. So the big question is this. How do regular golfers like us, who have jobs, families and very little spare time, how do we improve our golf and lower our handicaps? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name's Paul Gray. Welcome to Golfing Secrets. Right, okay, so uh, let's get into the results from uh, the last week. Uh, we'll start things off with on the uh, the PGA Tour. So on PGA Tour, we had the uh, Barbasol Championships. Um, quite a, a slightly changed field as the majority of, you know, the, the sort of top players really are sort of playing in, uh, in uh, Scotland uh, and in the UK. So... Yeah, in preparation for the 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 Open, which is this uh, week, so a um, bit of a change to the field. Still a few sort of well-known names up there, and um, the tournament itself though was won by uh, I think it was Vincent Norman, and he uh, finished on twenty-two under, and in fact he actually um, had to he actually had to. Um, uh, well, he had a putt on the on the 18th green uh, for for bogey, which sort of just caught the caught the lip and uh, and went in, and that was to get him into a playoff. So um, he did that, and he was actually in a playoff with uh, a guy called Nathan Kimsey, who's an English lad who uh, won on DP World Tour. He's come, he's sort of a graduate from the DP World Tour. And uh, he was able to uh, to beat him um, on that. Now uh, Nathan Kimsey actually not known to to many. Um, he actually um, in twenty twenty two he won the Rolex Challenge Tour Grand Final and also the Challenge Tour rankings, which uh, is the lower level tour, uh, uh, which is sort of like a feeder tour if you like to the uh, DP World Tour so he uh, he was able to um to, he shot 22 under as well so uh, Vincent Norman bogeyed the last hole to get into the playoff he was um on minus 23 so he finished with minus 22 as well they both went into a playoff and on the playoff hole I think uh, Norman hit it left Kimsey hit it right um uh, Norman was able to to uh, get up and down for his um, for his four, and uh, Kimsey unfortunately couldn't, and so uh, so finished second. But having said that, for for the for the Brit, I mean he's he's thirty years old. It's his first year or one of his first um, sort of tournaments. 
that he's uh, he's played uh, in America. So to finish uh, second uh, with a you know, his purse is like three point eight million. So he would have done all right for himself um, uh, that week, and not a bad start to his sort of career, really. I suppose um, he's had a couple of wins, as I say, on the Challenge Tour, and. Um, uh, yeah, so has done pretty well for himself. So on the ladies, uh, on the ladies tour on the LPGA, there was a tournament um, which was held. It was won by a lady called, I think it was a Dutch lady. Let me just uh, check on that. But um, uh, it was um, it was won by Lynn Grant, who's um, Dutch, uh, a Dutch player, or no, she's a Swedish, uh, Swedish player. So she um, she won. She was uh, twenty one under, won by three strokes to Alison Corpus, who was the lady who won the Women's US Open this year. Uh, in fact, a uh, week before last. So um, she uh, she's had a, a couple of good weeks. She finished second in that. So. You know, so she's had really two good weeks as uh, Alison Corpus and um, is is sort of certainly going up the rankings, as it were. Also, just another mention there where there was um, a lady called um, Zilu, uh, Ziyu Lin, who actually... Uh, tied fourth in the um, LPGA. It was the Greater Toledo Classic this week. And uh, she she tied fourth in that, but also came in the top 12 in the US Women's Open. So her, along with Alison Kopus, she uh, they, they've both had a couple of good weeks. So uh, be interesting to see how they sort of carry on. Um, and um, so Ziyu Lin, her English name is Janet. So um, maybe I think in future I'll probably refer to her as Janet and uh, you'll know who I'm talking about. But uh, um, so that's the LPGA Tour. Um, and the main focus though this week is really around, it's the Lynx Golf. It's, um, we've just had the Scottish Open which was held at the Renaissance Club and uh, Rory McIlroy won that event. He finished uh, 15 under and it was a fantastic finish. Uh, for anybody that that hasn't sort of seen it, he uh, he was he was level with uh, Robert McIntyre um, or Bob McIntyre, and uh, they were both on fourteen under. Uh, McIntyre, in fact, had made an incredible um, birdie on the eighteenth. He'd hit his tee shot left, uh, got a little bit lucky with with the lie and um played an absolutely incredible three wood from the rough to to hit it within sort of four or five foot to sink the putt and then sunk the putt to uh, get to 14 under he then went and uh, was on the range and was just sort of watching keeping an eye out on what was happening on the on the thing you could see his emotions sort of changing as as the round was sort of finishing off and McElroy was coming down the 18th um McElroy hit what was probably you know, equally as good as, as Bob McIntyre's and an incredible second shot to get the ball within, you know, sort of five foot of the hole. And he made the putt to then take the lead and, and win it on 15 under. You had to feel a bit for Bob McIntyre because, you know, young lad and, you know, he was Scott as well. He's Scottish. So to, to be in with a shout for winning your own open, was quite something and uh you did sort of feel for him a bit when that when that happened i must say and um 
if if I could have if I could have had it the other way around, I certainly would have rather he won the Scottish Open, and then McIlroy went on to win the Open this week um, would have been my preference. But it it does it does raise the question, I suppose, as to you know can Rory take that momentum from winning the Scottish Open into into the Open this week? Now the Open this week is being held. As you say, at um, Hoylake uh, or Liverpool Golf Club, or Royal Liverpool Golf Club, it's a um, going to be you know a, a tremendous event. I think there's there's a whole heap of of players who are who are all in form at the moment, and I I honestly think that that picking a winner from these is is yeah you, you could probably make a case for you know. 10 different players I, I would suggest and um, so it does make it difficult to, to sort of to really come out with, with a winner but the first thing I'm sort of going to say is that I, I think I, I personally feel that it, it will be a challenge for Rory to do go back to back having won this week although one of the differences that I did notice with Rory this this week was he certainly he seemed uh, uh, really really relaxed even when he sort of won it and obviously you know when you win it you, you're going to be a bit more relaxed and, and feeling good about things but I think all all over the the all four rounds it seemed that if things didn't quite go right he was very quite relaxed about it and um, I think that that he can certainly take that into the open this week because without a doubt. There will be times when you know things things don't go right, and you know there'll, there'll be the odd the odd bogey or whatever in there. Hopefully, no doubles. But I, th- I think if he can take that attitude into uh, the Open this week, then wh- who knows? He may well be able to do that back, get that back to back wins, win the Scottish and the Open uh, in a week. But I th- I think it's going to be tough for him to do it, um, and. I'd, I'd like to put him sort of in my, my top three. So I'm going to go through my sort of top three picks for the Open this week. And, um, you know, I'm also going to talk about one or two outsiders as well, potentially. Um, but as I say, there's so many that you could do. And if you look at sort of all the all the, the various betting and that that's going on at the moment, it, you know, that you could make a case, as I say, for about 10 or so different players. Um, but my... My top three picks initially. Um, so we'll go with let's go with um, place number place number three. Let's go for for third. Now this may be probably the the most controversial sort of pick of my top three, but in third place, I'm going to go with Scheffler. Now it, it does seem a little bit strange to be putting him in at third place, but I just I don't know at the moment. I just feel that. He needs to sort out his putting. It still was what was costing him getting over the line. It doesn't quite seem to be able to. He's really not making any sort of long putts. Um, and he, he's also missing the odd short one here and there. And I think when you're, you know, when you're playing Lynx golf, you do find yourself, you know, a lot of the time the greens are, are really quite big. So you can find yourself quite away from, from the hole. And I think that if he doesn't get his putting sorted out, then I think he will he will struggle. 
I've no doubt that he'll be in the top 12. In fact, I think he's been in the top 12 since November last year in every tournament he's played, which is a record that only the likes of Tiger Woods really has has managed to achieve, really. So he's he's doing things that are just beyond comprehension at the moment in terms of consistency. And you, you definitely can't count him out. If he manages to sort out his putting early doors, then he will definitely have a good shout. And I think um, we'll, we'll be in with the shout. I think he's going to be up there. He'll be there or thereabouts. Um, but I'm just not 100% convinced that he'll 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 win it this this week. The one that I was going to put in 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 first originally was going to be John Rahm. But at the moment, he, he's just not at the moment. He's, it doesn't feel as though he's playing as much. You know, he's got a he's got a young kid in that, and I don't think he's playing quite as many tournaments as, as he perhaps used to. And I think that momentum is a is a massive thing in this game. And even though he is number two in the world rankings still, because of the points that he's sort of earned, I still don't think that he's I, I'm not sure he's playing enough to to be able to compete for all four rounds and and get the win and um so i'm not actually gonna he's certainly not going to be my number one pick i'm I'm actually going to uh, put him as my number two pick i just think he's just too good to to not count in um and he has had times where he's he's taken quite a bit of time out come back and then won on his first event back. I can't remember the tournament he did it with, but um, he, he certainly did that. It was either at the beginning of this year or the back end of last year where he'd taken a big long break and then came back and uh, won sort of the first tournament back. So he's certainly capable of not playing very much and then coming back and having a, a stellar week. But I'm just not convinced that um, he'll be the one. So I've, so I've got him as my, my number two pick. Now, my my number one pick for uh, for the open this week is is it, it was going to be between one or two different different players, and I know certainly you, you, when I when I tell you the names that I'd been considering to put as my number one pick, um, that there's definitely an element of you know supporting the Brits when it comes to it. Um, I think, but there are a number that could be considered for it. I don't think you can count out Cam Smith. He's had a win on um, the Live Tour recently, so he's certainly in form. And he, and as we know from from the Open last year, which he won, um, he's defending champion. You, you just can't sort of count him out. I don't think so. He's certainly going to be up there somewhere in the mix. The the other sort of couple of players that I've been considering to put in as my sort of number one pick were. We had uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who at the moment I think is just trending really well. He he almost had a good run um, in the Scottish Championship over the weekend, and I think that he's certainly he's trending in the right direction. He's putting himself into he's putting himself into contention nearly every week at the moment. Certainly over the last sort of three or four tournaments, um, and I think if he can. If he can sort of temper, keep his temper a little bit inside himself and, and not let it sort of get to him too much when things don't quite go right, then I think he's definitely going to be in with a shout. The other one that's that's 
been pretty consistent of recent is uh, Ricky Fowler. You know, Ricky Fowler himself, he's won the Scottish Open before. Um, didn't have the, the best of weeks um, last week, but, you know, he made the cut and sort of carried on. So I, th- I think he's not one to, to, to discount, but he, he's not, He's not going to be my my number one pick, and um, my number one pick, I think, is going to have to be. I'm really caught between Tyrrell Hatton and Cam Smith, and um, I think this week I'm going to go with. It's a real difficult choice. It really is a difficult choice. Um, I think I think I'm going to go with Hatton. I know it's. I know it feels a little bit strange, and but yeah, I think I'm going to go with go with Hatton as my number one pick. And um, I said I was going to put John Rahm as my as my second, and Scotty Scheffler as my third. I haven't put McIlroy in there. I just think I think it's going to be a stretch too far for him. I I hope I honestly hope I'm wrong. So my my top three after being a bit of back and forth, I think. We're going to have Scotty Scheffler in third. I'm going to have Cam Smith in second. And I'm going to have Tyrrell Hatton as my as my number one pick for this week. I think he's, he's trending in the right way. And uh, whilst that may be a bit controversial to not be including McElroy given, given the form... I just think it's so tough for somebody to have back-to-back wins, particularly when they're playing links-type golf. I think you know conditions can can really have have a have an impact, and I, I just I just think it's too much of a stretch for for McElroy to go back-to-back. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think he is. Now, the other thing I was going to cover off was so they're my top three. Um, so number one Hatton, number two Cam Smith, number three Scheffler, and my my outside pick. So again, there's there's a whole heap of of outsiders that I think potentially could um, could come up with with a win this week. Now I'm going to go with someone who again is is trending quite well and has definitely got open pedigree. Uh, he's he's won the Open twice, and even though he's a more senior golfer, I think he's 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 able to to hit the ball. You know, it almost keeping up with the the top drivers uh, on the tour at the moment, and uh, and that's Padre Carrington. He's again been trending getting great results he's been sort of top 20 over over the last sort of uh, few tournaments he's played in um he, he certainly sort of held his own and just his overall knowledge and experience of playing links golf and and the fact that he's won the open a couple of times i'm going to put him as my my outside bet for for the open and um and that's my sort of choices, I suppose, for this week. There were a couple of other sort of contenders that you sort of consider. I don't think, can you ever count out Jordan Spieth um, at the Open? I just don't think he's playing well enough at the moment uh, to to be in with a shout. You've also got Max Homer, who's playing well at the moment. But overall, 
I just I just don't think he's a hundred percent got the the game that is needed to to uh, win the Open this week. There's some interesting um, holes at the Renaissance Club. Uh, the number seventeen is a brand new hole um, and is the one that everybody's sort of talking about. Uh, it's playing fairly sort of long. I think the um, I'm fairly sure they were sort of saying that um, the seventeenth is. What's the course? So the course is seven thousand three hundred yards, par seventy one. So it's it's pretty um, pretty lengthy as you would expect. Uh, but bearing in mind, if you know if the fairways are firm and they haven't got sort of much um, much sort of rain or anything like that, then you know the distance is is, is not really an issue for these guys. Uh, but the seventeenth hole is a is a is a real. Is a real. It's, it's it's been. It's a completely brand new short par three, um, and it's probably going to be. They're saying it's probably going to be one of the most photographed holes in the Open Championship rotor. Is what they're saying. Um, it's it's only playing 136 yards. Uh, it's referred to as Little Eye. Um, it's surrounded by bunkers. It from the distance. It's it's just sort of a you're hitting out sort of into uh, uh it towards the river itself um and it's it's got it's a, it's a small elevated green there's trouble just about everywhere um and i think you know as a potential hole that could could you could bogey or even double quite easily i think is going to be you know it could certainly you know, mean a, a two-shot swing at some point um, for somebody, and certainly on the Sunday, if if they're coming down the uh, down the last couple of holes, and you get to that hole, you don't make a par there. I think I think you know you could you could either you could be losing you could be losing the championship on that hole. So um, I think it's going to be a an absolute gem of a hole, and um, will certainly be be uh, if, i think if you if you shot level par uh over the four rounds on that hole i think you'll be making shots up on the field um so uh and then of course you've then got the par 5 18th which is 600 plus yards um so yeah i suppose even if you did bogey or double bogey the the 17th you know, you you've you then got an opportunity to at least try and get that back. So it's certainly going to make for for a real interesting tournament. I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Unfortunately, I'm actually away um, uh, on holiday, so that's a little bit a little bit disappointing. But but um, I can't complain too much. So um, yeah, looking forward to to keeping track of what's happening. Hopefully, you might get to see a little bit whilst uh, whilst I'm away. And um, that's my my picks for uh, for the Open this week. So top three: Hatton, Cam Smith, and Scheffler. And then my outsider is uh, Padre Carrington. Um, sorry, Rory. I don't think he's going to do it this this year. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. But um, and it, and if he does manage it, hats off to him to do back to back. I think would be would be fantastic. But um, don't think he's quite going to do it this year. And um, that's it for this week. So as always, if you got some value from it, you enjoyed the podcast. You know, please share it with 
at least one other golfer. Um, want to try and get as many people listening to the podcast as possible. If you're listening on Spotify, you can post any questions or comments in the Q&A section. Um, but as always, if you've got any comments or feedback, you know, just send them to golf at howtopractice.com. Uh, we'll continue to publish new episodes, uh, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays as we, as we do normally. Over the next couple of weeks, um, because we've got some holidays, we've got some specific uh, episodes coming up uh, next week. We've got um, an interesting one about some golf reads. Um, so if anybody's going on holiday at all, then I've got uh, my, my sort of top five recommendations for golf reads or listens if you're a, if you're a, an audible sort of listener to books. So we've got that coming up next week. And then we've got a little bit of a surprise the week after as well. Um, and um yeah that that's still to come so um thanks for listening hope everybody's enjoyed it and uh, we'll catch up in the next episodes thanks for listening Thanks for listening to the podcast. For all of those that made it through to the end of the podcast and uh, listened to everything, uh, we've got a special uh, offer for anybody just to help them out with their golf. You can visit howtopractice.com forward slash free. And from there, you can uh, download a nine tips guide to improving your golf. Uh, just a little something for those that have listened to the whole episode. So go and check it out. As I say, that's howtopractice.com forward slash free. And you can download your free guide from there. Thanks again for listening.